Hi, I'm Rebecca. Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Teresa, and we're back with our next season of Big Little Podcast. But before we tell you what we're going to be talking about this season, let's take a minute to do a quarantine check-in. Carolyn, how are you surviving this COVID nightmare? Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm still uh, hanging in there as a uh, professional performer. This is a hard and weird time. Um, working from home as an actor and comedian and dancer is quite an experience, but I'm adapting. I'm, I'm getting there. It's a lot of, a lot of, uh, home filming and, um, you know, at least I get a lot of time to cuddle my cat. That's all one can ask for in quarantine. Um, Rebecca, are you still keeping your distance from your grandma? Oh Yeah. Um, she did celebrate her 90th birthday, and we had a socially distant party, but it was literally on my mom's deck that everyone compares to the deck of the Titanic, because it's just this long expanse, and we sat her at a little single one-top table at one end, and we all sat at the other and shouted at her, and it was lovely. Poor, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's the saddest quarantine birthday ever, but she loved it. She's a deep, deep introvert, so this is like her best year yet, and she got a bunch of uh, those like little individually wrapped Hershey's bars and was very happy, so. Oh, and I got her an old book on different feminist literature, which she loved. So it was good, all things considered. Grandmas in feminist literature, that's interesting. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she's like a like negative zero wave feminist, like before there was feminism. She oh, was yeah. Feminist. Oh, yeah. She went to Wesley, Wellesley, I always do that, Wellesley and uh, definitely was down for the cause long before there was much of a cause to be down for. And she was obviously the only, she's a very non-emotional person, like a hard, hard stoic. And when our great RBG passed, I called her and I sensed a little bit of emotion in her voice. And I was like, man, this is real. This is real. Um, well, out here in the woods, life continues unabated. Um, I'm terrified of mountain lions after seeing the video that's going around. Oh my God. <laughs> I've seen it twice now. I can't stop watching it. Carolyn, did you get to see this or were you too busy being rejected by Zoom last night? I was too busy being rejected by Zoom last night. Carolyn, you have to watch it. It's terrifying. It's a man being stalked by a mountain lion for like six minutes. And the thing is, if you've ever lived with a cat, you recognize Ugh. the body language 100% and you're like, I don't know how you survive oh, no. this. This like when my ten pound cat does that, I just curl up in a ball and pray that I survive it. Terrifying. That is the big news of the I day. I was in a play in Arizona a couple years ago, and in my time in Arizona, I had up close and personal and terrifying encounters with a. Uh, I guess it's a mountain lion out there too, and um, a rattlesnake and a tarantula. Yeah, that's why people don't shouldn't live in the no, Southwest. No, it was terrifying. It's a lawless place. It's basically the Australia of America. Everything is yes. trying to kill you. <laughs> Too um, all right, so should is it time for the big reveal, you think? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I think the people have waited long enough. <laughs> They're clamoring outside our doors. <laughs> so this season, we're going to be talking about HBO's The Undoing with Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, and some other people who I don't recognize, and I probably could have looked up their names, but I didn't because I'm bad at this. You know what I love about this? You could never tell they were rich. It's all so classy and understated. I'll make it up to you later. Make it up to me now. Let's find a room. They must have a few. 
You're so bad. This is what rich, entitled people do when threatened. They conceal the ugly truths to protect themselves. The community is in shock tonight over the gruesome discovery of a fourth-grade mother found bludgeoned to death. This story will explode. Murder is ugly business. I must warn you, whatever you've heard, it's worse than you think. Your daughter is hiding something. You think you can handle everything on your own? This is bigger than you. Ugliness. You have not yet met ugliness. People hire me to create muck. You just kept hitting and hitting. You stay away from my family. Crazy people do crazy things. And they think they can get away with it because they're rich. So according to Pop Sugar, this is a six-episode limited series based on the novel You Should Have Known by Jean Hanf Korolitz. I think I'm probably butchering that name. It stars Nicole Kidman as a successful therapist who realizes a week before her book is due to be published that her pediatric oncologist husband, played by Hugh Grant, isn't who she thought he was. After watching multiple trailers, did any of you know any of that? (laughs) No. No. Not one single detail that you just described did I garner from the six teasers that I watched this morning. But I think that's great. I think that that was the point. Uh, I feel like these teasers were literally just to make you be like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on here and I need to watch this. Because mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman looks pretty. Yeah, I think I think it does a good job of building some kind of suspense without telling you everything. Because I'm like, I don't know if Nicole Kidman is murdered in this. I don't know if someone else is murdered in this. It seems that someone has been murdered, but I'm not even 100% sure about that. And it almost, at times, it seems like it's some random person who's murdered. And you're like, what does this even have to do with them? They're just watching things on the news. Like, I'm... It does a really good job of not giving anything away while making you wonder what's happening. It also has a very big vibe to it. Like it reminds me of a cross between like succession, like the way Mm -hmm. those trailers were put out, like that kind of like gritty upper crust. You can't trust anyone. Everyone's bad kind of vibe. But also it kind of gave me, uh, did anyone see the night of? With Riz, it kind of had like something about that, like the way we kept shifting perspectives that made me think about that. So I think it's, and it also has that, you know, sort of Gillian Flynn, sharp mm-hmm. objects kind of HBO gloss to it. So it, it hits all of the notes for me with something that I would be interested in watching. And it's short, which, you know, we love around here. We love a mm-hmm. miniseries. So I'm very excited. I think it's going to be juicy. And I think it's hopefully going to be a little more serious than uh, Little Fires Everywhere. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, the problem with Little Fires Everywhere was that it tried to be really serious and kind of 
failed at it a lot of times, yes. right? This kind yes. of seems like it's just like, nope, this is just a straight murder mystery of some sort slash creepy husband who, frankly, like, who's a better creepy husband than Hugh Grant? Nobody. He's perfect. Oh, great casting. We should mention that it is, the showrunner is David Kelly, mm-hmm. who was also the showrunner on Big Little Lies. So there's obviously lots of similar tones being struck there. And our queen, Nicole, is in the leading role. And I love that she's wearing her, like, 90s That's Nicole That's what hair. I love about this mm-hmm. trailer. Like that, I was like, yes, this is Nicole Kidman at her finest. Like when she leaves the divorce attorney's office after she divorced Tom Cruise and there's that picture of her standing in the sunlight with her arms outstretched. Like that's the vibe she was giving me in this and I was here for she it. She yeah. recently escaped a cult and now she's here to make this show. <laughs> it's Kimmy Schmidt. Moulin <laughs> Rouge. I think that this show, I mean, overall, like what I get from these trailers is it's very clear that this show had a huge budget. Uh, it's, yeah. You know, there were like 16 shots with helicopters. Hulu doesn't have that HBO money. Yeah. Let's be real. So, um, you know, I just think that this show is going to be really visually exciting. It looks like there's some good action in it. I am, I I was not optimistic going into uh, little fires everywhere. Um, And then it really let me down even more. But with this, I'm actually genuinely excited. Like, this is something I would watch even if we weren't doing this. If I saw this trailer, I would be like, all right, I'm in. I'll give this a whirl. I mean, because we all are looking for more things to do right now. Or at least I am. (laughs) (laughs) We're all looking for something to watch. Um, Mm -hmm. So we've got a surprise for listeners. We happen, well, Carolyn happens to live with a guest star on <laughs> it, or a, what, what would you call him, Carolyn? Background actor? Well, what, what yeah, was I mean, I think he is a, uh, well, time will tell, because so in the filming world, mm-hmm. if you film something, like, you never know whether or not, mm-hmm. you know, what ends up on the cutting room floor, as the expression goes. But uh, my roommate, Alex, did actually film several days of this show. I believe he's in the pilot episode. That's what he thinks he's in. Uh, so we'll know really soon. And uh, regardless, he can he's going to guest with us at some point mm-hmm. and give us sort of a behind the scenes and uh, talk about some of his dirty little filming secrets from what he witnessed there. And uh, he was on set with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant and... Uh, he was with one of the main characters in the scene he was in. So um, being an extra, if anyone doesn't understand what that means, it's uh, when they hire you to fill the background, like if they do a party scene. So he's in a shot at the World Trade Center building, and I believe it's like one of the early shots in the film, and it's where they have a helicopter. They use a helicopter to film Nicole Kidman. I'll let him speak to this more, but you can see that shot actually in the trailer. And uh, so, you know, this is a huge expensive scene, so they hire actors. So as an, a professional actor, you need to fill your hours to keep your health insurance, you know, work so many hours. Uh, also, it's just, you know, a good, good way to be on set rather than sitting home for the day as you're in between gigs, um, which is what Alex was doing. And he's a huge Moulin Rouge fan and uh, Nicole Kidman. So he was like, yeah, I'll take this job filming this for a couple days. And then he got picked to be this like little featured so, uh, yeah, we get, we're going to get an insider view from this show, which is cool. I mean, this podcast just gets better and better. I, what, what more could the fans ask for at this point? 
<laughs> Nothing. We're delivering, guys. Here we are. What is this now? Our third season? Fourth? A fourth. Because... This will be our fourth because we did mm-hmm. two of Big mm-hmm. Little Lies. And I guess Nicole Kidman, in doing her press junkets, which obviously are all through uh, Zoom for most actors now, but I know she has been teasing that there are some good storylines that they're looking at um, that she's excited about for a third season of Big Little Lies. No. Oh. No. I don't know. <laughs> Make it stop. Like it's get what what it's go, no. I yeah, I'm I'm inclined to agree. I think that that second season was just about all we could take <laughs> of the Monterey Five. Uh, yeah, I mean, poor Bonnie's in jail. Like, I, I her mom is dead and but was psychic. I don't know what was going on with that man. <laughs> yeah, they really dropped the ball on poor Bonnie. Like, justice for Bonnie. The only thing I would take at this point is, like, a spinoff where they give Bonnie a good storyline and let her, like, work through her issues But wouldn't divorce. that be this next season is, like, Bonnie's trial? Because in the last season, we focused on the other trial, but this season would be more Bonnie-centric. Then just turn it into the good fight. Just have her do, like, an arc on the good fight. It's what the people want. <laughs> I mean, isn't she busy with infant... Uh, high fidelity, not uh, that got canceled. They canceled high fidelity. I was so yeah. mad about that. That was good. I know. Well, she's out there working for the the cause. She's trying to get people to vote, which is another big thing happening mm-hmm. right now. Yes, you all should vote. Everyone should. I mean, vote. if we manage to get this podcast out before voting day, um, which I think we will. Oh God, I would hope so. <laughs> Everybody, get out and vote. Do you know something yeah. we don't? <laughs> I know that our skills as podcasters are questionable. That's what I know. <laughs> we're getting better mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. this is season four we've yeah, stepped yeah. it up we've got guests <laughs> now <laughs> and everything's forgivable because 2020 uh i yeah. feel like doing anything um this year the technology learning curve for all of us is uh is steep so we'll use that as our excuse i recently learned that my uncle's like financial planner or whatever like he was in a accident at work and he got a bunch of money from it and his financial planner bought zoom stock like six months before covid oh smart i'm like he is probably buying like campers and cowboy boots galore yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what he's doing with it but good for him yeah do you ever think about that that if you could go back in time and and you know like go back to like november 2019 and buy lysol stock Mm-hmm. Just all the things, buy lots of toilet paper, you know, get a hobby. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> move. Yeah, move. Move to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, or that. Or move Back. to a country with competent leadership that can help us yeah. <laughs> help us through this. Oh, help us. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, before we depress everybody and um, go too far off on a tangent, let's, uh, let's call this a wrap. And the show starts next week. Not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday. October. Oh wait, 25th. no. Yes, I, we'll just say October twenty fifth because because I because by the time this comes out, whatever rambling I'm doing right now will make no sense. So um, it airs at nine p.m. on HBO, and um, just to clarify, it is on HBO and not HBO Max. Our good friend Veronica was concerned that she wasn't going to be able to listen to the podcast because it was only on HBO Max, but we figured it out that it is on straight up HBO so do what you have to do bum it off your parents these are desperate times that's what I do (laughs) and uh, get your HBO settled so you can go along this journey with us 